0: Welcome back to the Nutrition by Carmen podcast. Thank you so much for joining me this week. Today we have two topics sort of intertwined into each other and that is fat versus weight loss and my top tips for fat loss or really their tips that will help implement a healthy lifestyle so it's all sort of incorporated into one now before i get into any of this if you are sitting down listening to this episode i will encourage you to get up and walk around your house your apartment wherever you are get outside press pause get those steps in because you know how important daily movement is to me And I would love if this was an active listening podcast, meaning every time you listen to a new episode, you are moving or doing something to get your body going. So this is my opportunity to tell you to get up and move before we dive right in, because it's a really great couple of topics, I think, for this week. So If you've listened to me on Instagram or have read any of my posts, you have probably heard me say lose fat or fat loss time and time again. And so in this episode, I'm going to explain why I say lose fat or fat loss instead of lose weight. And again, I'm also going to outline some of my top tips for fat loss that should hopefully be easy to implement and also be sustainable as well. And so many people will often say, oh, I need to lose weight. I have so much weight to lose. I wanna lose 10 pounds, whatever it is, but typically, the word weight is what they're using in that sentence. And what most people are really trying to describe in that sentence is that they want to lose fat. They want to get rid of their fat on their body. So I'm pointing this out because I just want people to understand the difference between the two because there is quite a large difference. And so whenever we say weight, weight equals everything so when we step on that scale the scale is telling us our full body weight and is, is not telling us how much fat we have lost necessarily so when we talk about weight weight means your bones it means your tendons Weight is your muscle, weight is the food content in your stomach, it is the water in your body, and everything else, really. So weight is your full body. And so when we say lose weight, well, I don't really want people losing their incredible lean muscle mass. That is important tissue that we wanna keep in our bodies. I don't want people's bone density depleting or diminishing by any means. We need our bones and our muscles, especially as we age. And so that is sort of the difference um, between lose weight and lose fat. Because if I think lose weight, I'm thinking about muscle, water, bones, everything else. But we typically want to lose fat. And so really that is... big difference between the two so if you are somebody that has some pounds that you want to lose I would encourage you to reframe what you're saying and say I want to lose some fat and I know that probably sounds weird to some people because we're so used to saying I want to lose weight I want to lose weight but let's let's try and focus that on fat because we want to gain lean muscle. We want to hold on to and have strong bones and tendons and all of that good stuff. So, fat is what we want to lose. So, that is really the difference between the two of those things. And so, typically, if somebody goes on a new diet or a nutrition program, they will lose a decent amount of weight in the first couple of weeks after implementing some new habits and whatever it is that they are trying to do now depending on your body size you can lose several pounds of weight and i'm saying weight specifically here i remember the very first week of my own nutrition journey i stepped on the scale seven days after starting it and i had lost seven pounds seven full pounds And I thought, holy crap, this is amazing. This is working. It's only been a week. I've lost seven pounds of, you know, what I thought was body fat, but really like myself and like a lot of people, this weight loss that we're seeing is exactly that. It is mostly water weight and possibly even some muscle tissue, depending on how restrictive you're being. And unfortunately. Fortunately, probably only a tiny portion of what you're seeing on the scale is true fat loss. So when our goal is fat loss, which it really should be if that's where you're wanting to get to and be on a healthy journey, you want to lose those fat stores again, hold on to our lean muscle mass and just get rid of those fat stores. And so the slower you lose the fat, the better. And I know everybody hates hearing this because everyone wants to get the fastest results in the shortest amount of time by putting in the least amount of effort. And unfortunately, that is just a recipe for an unsustainable approach and i have to say that the research actually tells us that the slower you are to lose fat the better because it's easier to keep off and actually maintain long term because when you're losing fat at a slower pace your body has the time to actually adapt to the fat loss And that is the most important. So when our body can adapt to the fat that we've lost, it allows us the opportunity to actually keep those fat stores gone. So that is first and foremost, and I know it's not everybody's favorite thing to hear, but I promise the slower you are to lose fat, the easier it will be to not only keep off, but maintain as well. And so, The key with all of this is to learn to fuel your body properly with the maximum amount of calories and that is exactly what I do for my nutrition clients and healthy eating. Honestly, it is a long term game. I call it a marathon with no finish line because this is something we will be working on truly until the last day that we're on this planet. So. That is why I really try and encourage people to take a step back and take it slow. What are we rushing for? What difference does it make if we lose five pounds in 10 days and can't keep it off versus losing five pounds of fat in two months, but we've built the habits and the behaviors around that where we're actually enjoying our life and we're able to keep it off. And so that is what we want. We want it slow, sustainable, because then we will keep the fat off and it's a small calorie deficit that we're looking for. And it's interesting because so many of my nutrition clients that start with me think I have given them way too much food. They're not used to eating as much food as my programs provide them. And that is because, again, we are favoring those foods that have minimal or single ingredients, which means they are really, really nutrient dense and very light on calories, which means we can actually have more of those foods for less, which is fabulous. And they eat so much food, which is incredible, But it's also enough food so that they're feeling satisfied, they're feeling full, but they're also in a slight calorie deficit. And that will allow them to not only maintain their lean muscle that they have, they are in a place to lose fat while maintaining that lean muscle while eating as much food as possible, which is the end goal. And so really my philosophy when it comes to fat loss and fat loss programs is to implement these things slowly and over time so that it actually becomes a lifestyle and part of your daily habits and routine and something that is sustainable and really that is what the bulk of my nutrition programs are all about um so Now, getting to some of the fat loss tips and healthy lifestyle tips, I really find that so many people are wanting to lose fat. And I think that's great because they've recognized they wanna get a little bit healthier. Um, However, they do not have the basic principles and foundations that are actually required to get to that fat loss point. And unfortunately, these people will often go to, you know, the latest fad diet or detox or cleanse or whatever the latest diet trend is on Instagram, hoping that that will be the thing that gets them the results that they're looking for. And oftentimes they're looking for those quick results But unfortunately, they don't have the knowledge that is required around fat loss, which is really the issue, the biggest issue, I would say. And so the tips I have to share today are all about really building a solid foundation and understanding around what is actually required for long-term sustainable fat loss and healthy habits that you can implement into your every single day. And so it's interesting because when you think about nutrition, I kind of was comparing it to building a house. So you have to start with the basics. Building a house, you need the plans, you need an idea, you need the blueprint, you need the drawings and just the very basics to actually start from somewhere and build from there. You can't really just go from saying, I want to build a house, and then all of a sudden you are picking out paint colors or fabric for your couch. That is sort of going from zero to 100 without filling in the really important gaps in between. And that is very similar to nutrition and fat loss. People don't want to do the hard work that is required, to get them from saying I want to lose fat to implementing small changes that will ultimately get them the results. So in this instance, people are looking for fat loss pills, that latest cleanse, you know, and like the house example, people, it's like picking your paint sample before you've even figured out the foundation or where you're even going to build your house. So you have to start really with the basics And take it one step at a time and I promise you you will have the most success the most sturdy wonderful house if you take those steps instead of skipping all the important stuff right so the next few things I'm gonna outline as I go through them I really want you to ask yourself this question as I'm talking and that is am I doing that A consistently, B at all, or shoot, am I doing this even a tiny little bit? And those are the questions I want you to focus on as I outline these because if your answer is, well, I do that sometimes, or, oh shoot, I don't do that at all, then these again are the basics and the foundation to getting onto your fat loss journey if that's what you're wanting to do or really just implementing really healthy, sustainable lifestyle habits. So these are the things you should ask yourself if you're doing consistently but also on a daily basis. Number one is having a healthy balance of protein evenly throughout the day. Now, you've heard me talk about protein, I'm sure, many times, and you'll have heard me say that protein is the most satisfying macronutrient, meaning it will keep us feeling the most full for the longest period of time. And protein breaks down into amino acids, and amino acids make everything in our body from our hormones, to our neurotransmitters, to our tissues, and it also supports blood sugar balance because it is so satisfying and it does not actually break down into blood sugar. Now, I've also mentioned this before, that protein has the highest thermic effect, which basically means our body uses more energy, aka more calories are used to break the protein down and so i often see people eating a good amount of protein at lunch and dinner meals but are really lacking protein at breakfast time and there are so many people that come my way that say they have afternoon cravings they always need to have a snack in the afternoon and typically i will go through their daily food log that they've told me and i see that they're either having no protein at breakfast or not nearly enough and that is usually the first thing i would love you to ask yourself is well what do my breakfast look like am i just having some oatmeal with fruit Or am I having some berries on their own? What is the protein source in my breakfast? That is a huge one. And I have a new client right now who has just started implementing more uh, protein balance throughout her day. And she told me the other day, she loves all the protein she's having because she was a person that would have um, some snacks or graze right before dinner so right before her dinner meal she's picking and eating things out of the fridge because she's starving and she wasn't having nearly enough protein in her breakfast meal and actually not even at her lunch as well so we've increased that protein portion spread evenly throughout the day and now she rarely finds herself having to have that pre-dinner snack so that is a huge thing i would love you all to look at and implement if you aren't already and if you go back and listen to my episode on what a healthy meal actually looks like i actually will outline what a good portion size of protein is at every single meal so that is number one number two add healthy fats to your meals So fats are proven to decrease inflammation in the body and fats also break down into fatty acids. And so examples of fatty acids are things like your omega-3s, your omega-6, and they're found in things like your olive oil, your coconut oil, nuts, seeds, nut butters, um, avocado, all that kind of good stuff. And you'll also find fatty protein sources that are fantastic like your eggs and your salmon and things like that. And so fats are so important because they release satiety hormones and actually make us feel full and satisfied, which is amazing because they're so delicious. Now, I've mentioned before that fats are very calorie dense And so to really treat your fat sort of like a condiment on your plate, like you just need a little bit of fat because that will go a long way. You don't need to cover your plate in a ton of fat. And so just like protein, fat does not break down to blood sugar. So the research tells us that we have to get protein and healthy fats from our food and the combination of the two of those things together will keep you feeling full and satiated and they will eliminate cravings so fats and proteins take a look at the meals you're having now and ask yourself what are the sources of protein and fats in my meals right now and if you're looking thinking oh shoot i don't have any fats well feel free to add those in and the next tip here is making sure you're having at least one cup of vegetables with every single meal that you have and have two to three pieces of fruit throughout the day. Vegetables are one of my favorite things when it comes to fat loss because they have so few calories but are so full of very important nutrients micronutrients and fiber so that you can afford to have a bunch of veggies and you will feel so full from incorporating these into your meals and that will help you stave off sort of any sort of craving or hunger that you might experience because they just keep you so full they're also full of tons of water so that's another factor as well they're great for contributing to your overall hydration And fruit, people recently have been so scared to have fruit because they're worried the sugar in the fruit will make them gain fat. Well, honestly, everybody, you will not gain fat from having an apple or having a cup of berries or a banana. It just will not happen that way. And so I want to try and normalize having fruit in your day because fruit is just so delicious and it really should be incorporated and it will again account for hydration because there's lots of water in fruit. And it's important as well to have a really wide variety of all fruits and vegetables because they all contain different micronutrients. And so we want to get as much variety as possible because that means we're getting a wide variety of the nutrients that they have and just to clarify as well when i'm talking about vegetables i am talking about having you know your cucumber your carrots your tomato your brussels sprouts your eggplant your peppers your salad all that fantastic stuff i am not talking about your potatoes or your yams or your butternut squash or your corn Those are all starchy carbohydrates that definitely you should have, but they aren't ones that you need to load up onto your plate at every single meal. And so I find it so fascinating with my nutrition clients because oftentimes, kind of like the protein, people are not eating nearly enough veggies throughout the day, and as soon as they start to incorporate more veggies with their meals, start to snack on raw veggies, and have their water, it is incredible what those small implementations can do for their overall satiety levels. So veggies, 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 you cannot go wrong. Have your fruit, have it anytime throughout the day and that will be a really, really great implementation into your everyday life as well. Now, the next tip is to enjoy and include Carbs, everybody, carbs, I'm screaming here, carbs. Yes, have carbohydrates in your every single day life. Oh, I can't stress that enough because so many people fear carbs. And again, this is something I really wanna normalize. I want to have everybody be able to include carbs into their diet and be happy that they can and they can enjoy them now especially use carbs to fuel your workouts because our bodies they use carbs as the easiest fuel source compared to protein and fat so this is why i'll typically suggest if you want to have something before a workout have a carb that will digest easily and give you that quick energy that you need for your workout so that could be like a piece of fruit a banana an apple fantastic on its own have a couple of dates, have a couple squares of chocolate, um, honey on a rice cake is great. Something that will, again, give you that quick boost of energy that you need to get you through the workout. And I emphasize that because so many people have come to me to tell me what they have before a workout and they can't understand why they are experiencing a cramp or just stomach pain during their workout and oftentimes it's because they are having some sort of heavy protein or fat and like I said before those two macronutrients take the longest to digest and our body's working so hard to digest those so if you're having something like that before a workout it's just putting extra pressure and stress on your body during the workout so eliminate the protein and the carbs or sorry the protein and the fat before your workout and highlight having carbs before a workout um your body will thank you for doing that and so again having simple to digest carbs very very important for fueling those workouts now the next fat loss or healthy lifestyle tip is to eat Mindfully and slowly. And this might seem like such an easy thing to say, but it's incredible how many people are not eating slowly or even paying attention to the meals that they're eating. And I encourage this because a lot of people that I've spoken to have stomach pain or gastrointestinal pain. And, you know, they're eating all the right healthy things. But they are wolfing down meals within minutes and so our body doesn't even get the chance to prepare for that food so chew your food as much as you can before you swallow it put your utensils down between your bites have water in between the bites as well and really just pay attention to the meal and the moment that you're eating your meal and i often encourage my clients and i do this myself to have a big glass of water before having a meal because that will just help fill you up a little bit more and if you are going back for seconds before you do that wait at least 20 minutes to see if you actually feel hungry for more food and if you do i would encourage you to go for what i talked about before start with the veggies and see how that feels because oftentimes we finish our plate within five minutes we're getting up for more and we're typically getting more of the carbs we're getting more mashed potatoes or the bread and if you're getting up for more of that then you are likely not truly hungry but if you get up and you go for more salads or veggies, then that is fantastic. And that will help keep you feeling full, again, for a longer period of time. So really slowing down your meals, not eating in a rush, and just asking yourself, am I hungry for a meal right now? No? Okay, well, wait until you are. If you're eating a meal and you're done, and you're thinking, oh, I really want seconds, well, ask yourself, am I really hungry for seconds? And if you are truly hungry, again, the veggies will satisfy you. So that is a huge one as well. Now, another thing, another tip I wanna implement and recommend here is water. How much water are you honestly drinking during the day? Water should be your best friend. It should be the first thing you have in the morning when you wake up before you do anything else, you should have at least 16 ounces of water to get hydration going, because after hours and hours of sleep, that is what your body is searching for. It needs that water. And this kind of ties back to the hunger piece as well, because so often when we're feeling quote unquote hungry, we actually might be dehydrated. And so our body is searching for something, And oftentimes the first thing we think of is the fridge or the pantry. We don't think of water. So next time you're feeling a hunger pain, have a glass of water and see how that feels and if it makes a difference. And it's funny because I think there are a lot of people out there that don't like the taste of plain water. And I've had a few clients that are in this boat And that is okay because there are strategies. So like I said, having your fruit and veggies, that will contribute to your overall hydration. But if you hate the taste of plain water, then feel free to get a water bottle that has an infusible middle. You can add some berries to that. You can add some cucumber, lemon. Um, Some mint leaves are fantastic. I've also spoken about the element electrolytes that are fantastic because they have no sugar, but they also have some really fantastic minerals that support health, um, also with a really great pop of flavor. So just making sure you are sipping on water constantly throughout the day because that will help with overall hunger levels, your cravings, your satiety. and your pee every day should be a light yellow to almost clear color that is what you're going for and that is what will tell you if you're drinking enough water throughout the day and i would say again start every single meal off with a huge glass of water i promise it makes such a huge difference as well now the other tip i will chat about here is movement and daily movement. You've heard me speak so much probably before about walking and getting your steps in and aiming for 10,000 steps a day if you can. And doing your favorite exercise and workout is fantastic, but daily movement is key. So many people will do a 30-minute workout, a 60-minute workout, and call it quits for the rest of the day because their apple watch has told them they burned 600 calories and that is fantastic news they can sit on the couch for the rest of the day well i've done an instagram post on smartwatches. i would go back and read that if you can and you're interested to interested in my instagram is at nutrition by carmen if you don't follow me Um, But what is most important is how active you are during the whole day. So whether you're doing chores, you're walking, you're moving, aim for at least 7,500 steps a day. And if you aren't currently getting around this much, then try looking for ways where you can increase your step count. So whether that's, you know, listening to a podcast like this while walking around the house or doing some chores Or walking to the grocery store or walking to the bank just being more aware of your activity level during the day will go such a long way and people that are more active just in their daily life by doing daily things like emptying the dishwasher people that are just moving and fidgeting can burn so many more calories than those people that are more sedentary and it really does add up. So daily movement aim for at least 7,500 steps every single day if you can. And so with all of this that I've implemented and chatted about today, planning is one of those really underrated tools when it comes to fat loss or really living a healthy lifestyle. There is nothing worse than opening up your fridge and thinking, oh gosh, what am I going to have? There's nothing in here. So knowing all that I've just outlined in this episode today, maybe you can start by just implementing one of the things. If you've asked yourself, am I doing that? And the answer is no. So maybe it's, looking at your breakfast and adding a little bit more protein or maybe it's filling up your water bottle and putting it right beside your bed or in the kitchen so that you see it and that's a reminder oh I've got to drink my water today or maybe it is experimenting with pairing your protein with those healthy fats and seeing how that affects your hunger and your cravings Um, or again, maybe you've realized, oh my gosh, I'm not having hardly nearly enough veggies. So I'm going to buy two new vegetables this week, chop them up and have them ready to go. So if you just put a simple plan in place, I promise that will set you up for so much success. And I know it sounds so easy and like, okay, anybody can do that, but you would be, astounded at how many people don't plan ahead. And when I'm talking about planning ahead, I'm not saying you need to figure out what you're going to have for breakfast, lunch and dinner Monday to Sunday because oh my gosh is that overwhelming. Let's break it down into simple, tangible, realistic pieces that you can actually implement into your current lifestyle. So maybe it's just starting with water, having more of that every single day for a couple weeks. You will find so much value and so much success with implementing some of these things, no matter how small it seems. But again, you have got to do it consistently. You have to do it daily and you have to be patient with yourself and actually give yourself the proper time to implement these newer habits if they are new to you and to ensure that you're doing it at least 80% of the time you can't just implement something one day and then six days later try it again and say oh that's not working and just give up because honestly it won't work if you do it like that you've got to do it daily consistently time and time again because that's how it becomes a habit and then it becomes part of your lifestyle and so again it comes down to that slow progress that will serve you over time but you have to actually give it the opportunity to do so and so again when you're implementing these habits in a slow way it will be sustainable and things that are sustainable will become successful and you will see the results and seeing those results will create that continued action that will keep you motivated to keep going. And by the time you blink, you might think, oh my gosh, I've had 10 cups of water today. I think I can now move on to adding more protein into my meals. And it's just this incredible effect that will trickle into each other and you will feel so much better for doing so. And so that is sort of the tie into all of this when we're talking about fat loss, because with these healthy habits, I bet without even putting in too much effort, you are going to start losing the fat stores if that is what your goal is. And you will hold on to your lean muscle and you will feel so incredible. And that is the goal at the end of the day. And just a reminder to really be patient with yourself take things one at a time and if it seems slow and painful that is what is required remember we don't want to go to the fat loss pills we don't want to go to the juice cleanse because those things will not get you the results you're looking for long term it is worth putting in the effort now to implement those habits instead of trying something that offers a quick fix will not get you the results and then you're back to square one so instead of wasting time on doing something that will get you temporary results put the work in now to start doing small things and i promise you will be so happy you did and it will just continue on and you will feel so great about everything you accomplished i i promise i promise and so that is it for this episode this week and if you're enjoying the nutrition by carmen podcast i would love if you could please give me a five star rating and review just to help this podcast grow it's a newer podcast i'd love to get it out to more people and that would mean the world to me it only takes a couple of minutes so I really hope there was some value in the episode today. Hopefully there's something in here you can take with you to implement right now and today. And again, thank you so much for listening and spending your time with me. And I cannot wait to chat with you again next week. And I hope you all have an amazing day. Hope you get those 7,500 steps in and just really start to feel great about all the things that you are able to do. So we will chat with you in the very next episode. Thanks all.